Welcome everyone. We're here today for the Live the Enriched Life. And we're going to be featuring Ted Eiten. He is a button manufacturer and we're going to be featuring how he got started in his button business. He uh, loves creating buttons and uh, he loves the creative side of button manufacturing. Uh, so we're going to be talking and featuring him today. Uh, when I interviewed him, I asked him a number of questions, and uh, we'll be getting to those. And uh, so, anyway, Ted was uh, in business, and the, his name of his business is Buttons and Tags. And um, it is a creative uh, business. That's one part of it. Uh, you get to create uh, different artwork for different businesses or political buttons or whatever the case may be. And that's the part that Ted really likes is the creativity part of it. Uh, he's been in business since 1986 and he started 33 years ago. So Ted's story is uh, he started in 1974 and he joined Purdue Reamer Club. He pledged to become a member of the Purdue Reamer Club and they made buttons for selling uh, buttons at the football games before the football games in 1974 through 1978. Then he got involved in the Bears winning streak in 1985 through 1986. Uh, he was selling Bears uh, uh, glasses at a local gas station and, uh, in northwest Indiana. And these um, glasses you could only get, um, you know, in certain areas. Uh, so there was only one place in Indiana that you could get it. And uh, these little drinking glasses uh, with the Bears logo and stuff on there. And um, he went back to his alma mater at Purdue West Lafayette. And he purchased the glasses and then sold them at Follick's Bookstore in Lafayette. And he was selling glasses and someone had asked him, what else do you do? And he said, I made buttons at Purdue. And uh, he looked into buying his own button machine because someone wanted some buttons. And um, he bought a badge, a minute machine and started um, educational, making educational buttons uh, with uh, clip art, uh, using clip art for the buttons. And... Um, then he started going to the meetings for Amway. He was involved in Amway, and he started selling his buttons at the meetings. And then he joined the Printers Union in Chicago, and they put him in touch with big accounts in Chicago. So in 1986 and 1988, he was involved in the Old Indiana Amusement Park in Thorntown, Indiana. And he built a little chalet there, and he sold buttons and photo buttons, among other items uh, there. He had a little shop there. And in 1987, he became one of uh, the licensed suppliers for the Pan Am Games. And so the number of questions I asked him um, are here. And number one is, where were you when you first realized you had a love for the creative uh, part? And um, he says... Uh, his creativity came from his carpentry skills and making furniture. He was also a um, union carpenter for many, many years, and uh, he still loves his craft for uh, woodworking. And then number two, I asked what led him up to taking his path in the creative sector, 
and he said looking to get into business and tired of working construction and out in the cold elements um you know the weather and he was able to reach out to people globally so he liked that number three i asked him what did you do when you finally made your mind up to go all in with your skills and talent and he said he invested in his business and built an office and purchased more machines and then number four i asked who else was involved in your decision to follow this path and he said uh, his parents was also also encouraged him to start a business and he had great support from his family and worked his business on his own and number five i asked how have others helped you to this point in your journey and he said um, in printing so they print for the the printed part of the button the paper printed part um, so larry mazeppa taught him how to print his own buttons for printing and then wally sebrick from Chicago who owns and operates Button Boy. He has offered uh, emotional support to Ted and, um, and contacts him regularly. And um, he has also offered numerous supplies uh, along with tricks of the trade. And he has met some tool and die people who have helped him innovate his dies for cutting the buttons. Um, I know he just revamped his whole shop and, and really has innovated his dies and uh, for this uh, year. And uh, so number six, I said, how did your friends and family feel about you doing your craft? And he said his family was supportive at first and then didn't think he was making enough money later on. And um, so then number Number seven, uh, I asked uh, what people have had an impact on your lifelong goals. And he said his dad was very successful businessman and Ted was always involved in his dad's business adventures. And Ted's dad had influence on him building a business and his finances. And his uncle Bruno, uh, being successful in the restaurant business, has also played an impact on Ted's life. And his uncle Tino came here from Italy and worked as a union carpenter to make money for his family back in Europe. And after he made a certain amount of money, he went back to Europe for good. And then number eight, I asked him, what did you do when you sold your first product or um, you know, buttons order. And he said he felt great. And, uh, his first order was 5,000 buttons to a nightclub called don't ask in Indianapolis. And he delivered them personally. And there was a band playing that night and the band members were actually throwing the buttons out to the audience. And he said it was very, it was a thrilling, uh, an exciting time. And he said he was just really in awe about what he could do after that point. And then number nine, I asked him, how did you decide to take action doing what you love? And he um, said it was lucrative and interesting and exciting uh, that people wanted his product. And there was a demand for it at that time. And number 10, um, I asked him to tell me the biggest reason you got involved in this type of craft. He said first it was to supplement his income and to eventually make 
his full make it his full-time job and uh, number 11 I asked how did it work in the beginning he said it started off really good and really profitable in the beginning and number 12 I asked what was what has been the most significant moment in your creative process and he said he loves it most when he's designing custom buttons and um, he loved learning the, the printing end of it and how that uh, goes together. Um, so that was really um, a significant moment in his process. And then number 13, I asked, at what moment did you realize you had a product that others would pay you for? And he says when he did um, look at the buttons, uh, oh, when he took the buttons to Amway, so at his meetings in Amway, and he said people were just stuffing money in his pockets uh, for the buttons, and he thought, wow, people really want my buttons. This was really exciting for him. And then number 14, I asked him, how has that made you think differently about yourself? And he says um, it was a lot of self-satisfaction um, as a person. And um, to control and to make it sell uh, a product yourself. He says, you know, to being able to, uh, to come up with this and to be able to, um, you know, be able to produce it, you know, produce this many buttons at one time and uh, to be able to sell your product all yourself. He said that was very uh, satisfying to him. And the, to reach customers all over the U.S. and Canada. Uh, he could reach people all over the world, and he was excited about what he could do with that. And then on number 15, I asked him, how was this experience, how has this experience impacted your life? And he said he gets to talk to people from all over the U.S. and Canada and, um, you know, from all walks of life. And they talk about their the weather in different locations. They talk about their business. And Ted thinks that this is just really exciting to him to be able to talk to business owners all over the world. And then number 16, I asked, uh, name one lesson you have learned along the way. And he says, uh, to be innovative and to think outside the box. He said, the printing process has changed. And it is always moving to new ways of doing things. And the times of digitizing, of digital, I'm sorry, and um, electronics and machinery is always changing. And he said, uh, always something, there's always something better and the, the products of electronics and the process of machining and all this is always moving very fast. So... Um, that is one lesson that he's learned to uh, wait to buy a machine or something that you need for your business because things are always improving, um, you know, so you want to be aware of that. And so number 17, I asked, uh, what would you say to other creatives who are listening? He said, to follow your dreams and to be careful and cautious all the way when it comes to finances. And he says, be business savvy and protect your ideas and your trade secrets. And then number 18, I asked, how did you find an outlet to sell your product? He said, back then it was, um, 
he joined ASI, which is Advertising Specialty Institute. And they are a manufacturing and distributors. And they put together and, and help businesses sell their goods. And it is an association, so you buy into it. And he said this has really propelled his business forward. And then number 19, uh, I asked, why did you choose to share your experience today? And he says, because his wonderful wife has asked him, which is me, of course, I asked him to be the first one on my podcast. And, uh, and it's an honor. And um, he says, it is not very common. Most businesses don't stay in business as long as he has. And that's true. It's very hard to stay in business long term. And uh, he's been in business quite a long time. And then number 20, I asked, uh, what else would you like the listeners to know about you? And he says he is honest and hardworking and does a quality job. And he said quality of productivity is important. And um, he is good at that. And he feels uh, meeting deadlines are very important. And um, Ted's always pushing to get to the mailbox or to get to the ship out uh, point in every day. Um, he really is uh, keen on that and really pushes his uh, products out the door. Um, I must say he's really uh, in tune with making sure things get out in a timely manner. And then he loves to travel and be adventurous. So then I wanted to get Ted's contact information for you. So if you're listening and, you know, you're interested in Ted or to be able to contact Ted or you'd like to look at some of his products, uh, he does sell some products on eBay. He has some other multiple uh, places where he sells other products, but we're going to give you his eBay um, handle it's uh, buttons by ISP, so you might want to take out a pencil and paper and write this down in case you may need Ted's service. Um, and then, so he also has an email, and it's ibuttonman at aol.com. And Ted also has a new website, and it is ibuttonman.com. And we are still working on uh, getting more content on Ted's website, but it is up and running. And um, he also downloaded a new catalog and we're hoping that it opens um, where you can see, uh, you know, some of the different uh, things that he offers. And then Ted's phone number is 219-545-1144. And I want to thank you so much for listening to my podcast where we feature other businesses who are making and creating products to sell online or in a brick and mortar place, whichever. And if you're just getting started to sell your products, but you're making income from your products, your handmade products and handmade crafted goods, I would love to feature you on my podcast. You can email me at talent to profits at 60, uh, at yahoo.com. I'm sorry, that was talent to profit 60 at yahoo.com. And I'd be more than happy to send you the sign-up sheet to be able to feature you and your business. And um, that's one thing in my coaching business is what I would like to do is to help businesses to be able to gain more traffic. And this, I feel, is one way that I can do that. I can feature a lot of different businesses, especially businesses getting started, and to be able to send traffic their way. 
So I want to thank you so much for listening to the podcast. Next week, we will have another episode, our second episode. This was our first episode today, and we'll have our second episode next week, and we will be featuring another lady who um, is uh, in business and creating products as well. Um, I wish I would have uh, had her name today, but I, I don't, I didn't uh, write it down. So anyway, but we will be featuring someone else who is actually in business and creating income from their handcrafted goods. And um, so anyway, you can uh, always reach out to me if you have any questions. Um, you could reach out to Ted if you have, um, you know, any type of an order for Ted, or if you'd like to just talk to Ted about his business, you can, you know, contact him. He was uh, very friendly and uh, welcoming for you to contact him. And this is 2020, our election year, and um, he is getting geared up for his uh, election and promotional buttons for the new uh, election year. And uh, orders are starting to come in. And if you'd like to order from Ted, um, the sooner you get your orders in, the better off it is for you and for him. Um, so that way he can plan accordingly. And um, so anyway, I thank you so much for watching this episode all the way to the end. If you would please share this episode with other people who you think might be interested so we can start getting the, our name out there and to start getting uh, other people who are featured on this podcast uh, so people can find them, uh, that would be great because we really want to draw traffic to these other businesses and uh, to be able to increase their income. So you, you're, you're really helping the other people to um, boost up their income by sharing. And I would really appreciate that. So thank you so much. And I look forward to seeing you, uh, to talking to you, I'm sorry, uh, next week when we will feature another um, crafter. So thank you so much. Bye-bye.